The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton. I am the host of your show. We come to you every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. right here in beautiful, wonderful Southern California. And it is a gorgeous day today. I am ready to rock and roll on this show. I'll tell you, I've been studying and studying and studying and looking at cases and We have had an historic week in the world of combating human trafficking. We are going to talk about two major, major, literally earth-shaking kind of bills and uh, activity that has taken place in the world of combating human trafficking. As many of you know, I am the president and CEO of Million Kids, that is M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org, and that corporation, that nonprofit organization has been in business nearly 10 years now. We're going to have our 10th anniversary in July, and we're going to have to figure out a way to party. But for 10 years, we have been combating human trafficking, and we have seen this industry grow and expand based on technology, based on gangs, based on all kinds of things. I I often refer that as scale and scope. In fact, I did an entire show on scale and scope, which reminds me, if you're listening today, I want you to know that you can share this show with anyone that you want. You can actually get an embed code and put all of our shows on your website if you want to do that. Uh, And you can get all the archive shows over at Million Kids. Well, that isn't quite right. You can get, you can see them about them at millionkids.org, but those shows are archived at exploitedcrimes.com, exploitedcrimes.com. And there's over 60 hours of free human trafficking training. And this particular show, I think, is an important one because I want to just really stimulate your thinking. The past 30 days have delivered just historic changes in the world of sex trafficking and social media exploitation. And it really is hard to get your arms around what is going on. But I want to help you wade through that the best that I can this morning. First of all, on April 13, 2018, and this is the show that's right after that, President Trump signed H.R. 1965. Now, that is called the Allow States and Victims to Fight Online Sex Trafficking Act of 2017, often known as FOSTA, F like Frank, O-S. So what was happening here is two bills were making their way through the Congress and then uh, sent over to the Senate. And before it was through, the two bills were combined and it ended up being called FOSTA. And, uh, And President Trump signed this bill. Now, this is like many pieces of legislation. It starts out with a good idea. It kind of weaves its way through the the world of 
politics and, you know, lobbyists and nonprofit people and activists and law enforcement and and then some bill comes out on the other end and, and sometimes we don't always recognize the true impact of what's going to happen here. I'm not Pollyanna enough to believe to, uh, that there is a perfect bill and I'm not expecting that. This bill has pros and cons to it, and the purpose of this particular show is to introduce to you what the pros and cons are and uh, like that. At the same time that this bill is making it its way through Congress, we've had some uh, legal action taken against the developers of Backpage. So I want to kind of put these two activities together in the course of this show to help you get your arms around really the historic happenings of this particular week. So going back to FOSTA a minute, the bill was designed to encourage Internet companies to demonstrate more responsibility over content that was related to commercial sex sites. So what on earth is that talking about? Well, they're talking about sites like Backpage and originally Craigslist and SipSap and, you know, uh, RubMap and all of those that are out there, hundreds and hundreds of sites that did this. But, of course, Backpage was the most infamous. So what they were doing and the way this whole thing took off is that originally, you know, what was happening is that you know, we had sites like Backpage and, and you know, they, they were claiming to just be an advertiser. They weren't responsible for what was happening. Now, certainly for generations, individuals, adults have, have chosen the oldest profession in the world known as prostitution. I get that argument. I, I hear it all the time. And what if we legalize it? Will that stop it? And like that. And certainly from my perspective, a person as an independent human being can do whatever they want with their body. And if they're an adult, they can decide they may want to participate in commercial sex. That is their business. Quite frankly, it is against the law in most places, not all places. You know, uh, obviously some places like in uh, Nevada where prostitution is legal. And by the way, I know that we don't like the word prostitution in the business of combating human trafficking, but it is a legal term. And so uh, because I work with law enforcement, I refer to it and the terms of the legal term. Well, with the onset of social media, what was happening is online dating sites and escort services over literally the past at least eight years that I have been in this business have um, really significantly expanded what was going on in online sites, masquerading as dating sites while blatantly advertising sex services. There are literally hundreds and hundreds of these sites that are out there. Many of them are extremely pornographic, and I just won't go on them. But the most famous was Backpage. And Backpage's position as a public advertiser was they're simply like Craigslist. Now, Craigslist has a history of being in the sex ad business, but then shutting it back down, then creeping back in when Backpage wasn't getting caught. Uh, Their website was identical, Backpage and uh, Craigslist. They were absolutely identical. Well, it didn't take long for pimps and traffickers to understand the power of Backpage. And so what has happened is that they began to change their ads. Now, 
All of us here at Back at Million Kids, we have worked these back page ads for a very long time. I report to law enforcement. I am a civilian that's reporting to the Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force. So we would often go on these sites and we would comb through them. And they were just thinly veiled sex acts. Um, you know, truthfully, they, they were had nothing to do with dating at all. You know, the, the photographs in there were quite quite vivid in many cases. They had no heads, no face, um, and certain body parts were were featured in there and quite quite pornographic, but not as pornographic as others. So there was no doubt what was going on there. I mean, the ads were written in such a way that it was so many roses for 15 minutes and 30 minutes and you know, if you wanted a massage, that was going to be extra. And by the way, no bareback. So if you're going on a date, why are you worried about bareback? That meaning sex without a condom. These were quite graphic, and all of us knew exactly what was happening on there. So what had happened is, is that we had, all of us had began to spend a lot of time on Backpage. Uh, some of our uh, people here at me and kids actually did a research study along with me this last month. And it was looking like that if you projected it out over the year, right here in the little suburb of Riverside in San Bernardino counties, that we literally would have as many as 96,000 ads a year under back page under one category of women dating men. So this is a big, big business going on here that was obviously setting up prostitution activity. Now, on the one hand, that's a good thing. Believe it or not, I, I am not for what they were doing. It is the electronic auctioning of people's bodies. And there is no doubt, no other way to clean that up, dress that up, or make it look Christian. It isn't. It is what it is what it is. They are selling sexual services. However, as long as they were up, we as law enforcement could place back page ads ourselves on there and use them for reverse stings. Things like Chris Hansen, if any of you have seen the kid to catch a predator. And by the way, Backpage is international. This show is international, goes out to 170 countries, and Backpage covered about the same territory we did. So this was going on all over the world. And what would happen is we would conduct under um, you know, undercover stinks, reverse stinks on this kind of thing. We would place ads and, and uh, people would show up believing that they were going to have sex with a 16-year-old kid. And uh, me and kids was involved in helping support that activity. It was all about getting sex buyers who thought they were going to have sex with a minor. And so it was a good tool for us to be able to locate them and advertise them and do reverse stings. There was also a helpful uh, part of it in that one of the most violated of all the people that are in sex trafficking are runaway kids. And so we could use Backpage to literally go in and find runaway and missing kids. It was a service that we offered for free to parents because, honestly, being the parent of a child who is being exploited is probably one of the most hellish places on earth. 
And we have talked to these parents and and want to try to help them find their child. So I would come through Backpage ads looking for missing kids because I don't believe a parent should ever have to do that to try to find their missing daughter especially. So all of that now has been taken down because of what has happened with Backpage. So I want to get back to FOSTA, and I'm going to go deep into it in the next segment here. I want to go back to FOSTA because what happened on FOSTA is that they had some kind of interesting laws that were going on. The aim of Congress was to encourage Internet companies to exercise greater responsibility over sex trafficking-related content and to give law enforcement additional tools to go after their worst offenders. Now, by the way, this particular information is coming to me from uh, an article I'm reading by a group that is called ProScour, P-R-O-S-K-A-U-E-R. The headline is New Media and Technology Blog, and I want to give them where uh, credit is due. I have read a lot of articles about FOSTA, and I believe that they had one of the most clear and concise. So that is called New Media and Technology Blog, and it, the headline, FOSTA signed into law amends CDA Section 230 to allow in, uh, enforcement against online providers for knowingly facilitating sex trafficking. And we will feature that article on our website. So the whole idea here is to hold these people responsible. They were to encourage Internet companies to exercise greater responsibility. In other words, what was happening was Backpage was saying, no, we're not really responsible. We're an advertising agency. Okay, you know, we're no different than the white pages. In fact, quite frankly, that last two months that they were on the air on the Internet, it was very difficult to find the difference between a back page ad and a white page ad because all they would list in in the beginning, they would have, you know, photos and videos you could link to and you'd have hearts and and, um, you know, lips and all kinds of icons. And so, you know. Then what happened is, as the pressure came on to the owners of Backpage, they went strictly to posting a a telephone number, which would drive you to a website. And the whole idea there was for them to say, hey, we're no different than the white pages. If you're going to put us out of business, you need to put yellow pages out of business, white pages out of business, and everybody else. Now, they basically were just linking you to another ad where you would then get the sex ad and they would contact you. And a lot of this was even done at the end by telephone rather than email because they wanted you to text them a picture of your hardware, if you will, okay, your private parts, because they believe that law enforcement couldn't text photos of their private parts because that's illegal, and that way they could at least screen you and make sure that you weren't law enforcement. So this has kind of migrated down to having only phone numbers on there. However, they're still in the business of selling sex. And so the lawsuits increased against the owners of Backpage. But the idea of FOSTA coming on was to put the heat on it. One of the things that's very controversial about FOSTA is that the law provides for additional remedies to allow federal and state officials to fight sex trafficking, but it is also retroactive. 
okay? And this is important in the fight of this. What is going to happen is they have truly empowered people to be able to go back and file lawsuits before against activities that were advertised on Backpage before they were shut down. In other words, this law, as it turned out, whether it was choreographed or not, this law came out at the exact same time that the owners of Backpage were arrested for money laundering and a conspiracy to commit prostitution. And the law had small print in it that allows you to have a retroactive effect and apply with respect to activities occurring prior to the FOSTA law enactment. So we really have a complicated situation here that will be historic and will change the world of commercial sex. Folks, we're already up against our first break. This went really, really fast. I'd ask you to stay with us and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. BMW of Riverside. There's no place like it. From the moment you step into our showroom, you are transported to a world where our professional staff is dedicated to delivering the ultimate in customer care and service. We understand that each individual has their own driving needs, so whether it's your first BMW or your fifth BMW, we consistently deliver the ultimate in customer satisfaction. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adam Street exit off the 91 freeway or online at BMWofRiverside.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to exploited crimes against humanity if you have a question or comment please send an email to opal at millionkids.org that's o-p-a-l at millionkids.org now back to exploited crimes against humanity here again is opal singleton well hello and welcome back to exploited crimes and technology 
We are here today, part of me and kids, talking about historic changes in our world. This show is all about combating human trafficking, and it is truly me and kids fighting, and this show is all about taking on the crime of human exploitation around the world, because this law, even though it's an American law, and this activity of arresting Backpage will have global impact. And we truly are at historic times. So we've had the merger of two big activities that we're kind of wading through today. One of them is in the U.S., we have passed a law called FOSTA, F like Frank, O-S-T-A, if you want to research this and you're maybe out of the country, which many of our listeners are. It is a law that will hold Internet marketers responsible for the content of their ads. In essence, it gives them a tool for victims to be able to come back and take legal action. And in fact, it has a retroactive effect that applies with respect to activities occurring before its enactment. So let me kind of unpack all that for you. What we're seeing is now that Backpage and the likes of them, people of their ilk, can no longer hide behind the idea that we're just in the advertising business. Now, this will have far-reaching effects on the Internet world. In fact, many, many people thought that this would never, ever get through because our big uh, you know, uh, Silicon Valley companies were really taking this on, and I get it. I mean, I really do. On the one hand, I'm excited about this law, but I also think that we have to look long-term. The Internet is an interesting thing. I often talk to kids about who owns the Internet. You see, because it started in America, Americans are just narcissistic enough to believe it's their thing and only them. So I do do a lot of training out in schools to talk to kids about, do you realize that China... And those of you who are listening to me from China can grin ear to ear. You have twice as many users as we do. And so it's an interesting thing that is happening around the world because it is not a U.S. thing and it is not private. And, you know, it's coming off from generation to generation. And our kids automatically think when they hit send, it only goes to the people that they send it to and nobody else is looking at it. Well, nobody ever promised you anything on the Internet was private. It's called the World Wide Web. In fact, right now, there is a big argument going on about artificial intelligence. And this is going on on Capitol Hill in our Congress about who has the right to information. Many of you saw that Zuckerberg lost $5 bucks in a week in net worth just based on the idea that this information came out, that Facebook was selling your clicking history to somebody like Donald Trump's campaign. And I'm still blown away by the naivety, naivete, if you will, of, of our people being surprised at that. I mean, Facebook doesn't charge you. How do you think they become nearly a trillion-dollar business? Less $5 billion in a week, <laughs> okay? They record your every click, your every search, your every location, and they sell it to the top bidder. Do you know they sell that to telemarketers so that when you get a call, they know exactly what you've been clicking on and they know how to sell it to you? 
and they sell it to the Trump campaign. And yes, they sold it to the Clinton campaign. And we know that because the Democrat National Committee was hacked prior to the election of 2016, and 187 million voter records were for sale on the dark web two weeks before the election, and they knew if you were a Democrat, a Republican, male, female, or other, okay, or if you were, you know, for um, uh, abortion, if you owned a gun, if you were a male or a female, they knew everything about you. And that was for sale in the dark web two weeks before. So all of this hubbub going on about, you know, uh, they Facebook sold it to, to uh, the Trump campaign and they merged it with other data is BS, okay? Because so did the Clintons and so did your local mayor, okay? It's called campaign data that they collect. Why is this important? Because what is at stake here is... Who owns the information on the Internet of yours and of a company like Backpage? And what are they allowed to do with it? And what are they allowed to sell you? And this is what is at stake here in this argument. And so it is a historic decision that is taking place. Backpage says we have the right to sell you an advertisement any way that just like anybody else that's selling advertising, and we are not responsible for how it is used on the other end. We are not the advertiser. We are the delivery vehicle for the advertiser. FOSTA says, wrong, that's not going to fly in America. That isn't going to happen. In fact, what is happening is you are endangering people's lives. And I trust me, I'm you're not getting any argument out of me. You are endangering people's lives in many of those ads. You see, I've studied enough of these ads over the last six, seven years to know that they are not setting up a woman dating man. You can see that. These bodies that have pictures have no faces. They're downright degrading and humiliating. They're all bent over selling their private parts, okay? And you can tell that many of the people in these ads weren't okay, that some of them were drugged, and that many of these were taken in motels. And you can tell that some of these people were not 18 years of age, and even the ones that were weren't in good shape. So it was hard to believe that many of these photographs, you had a compliant, absolutely agreeable, engaging human being. So where do you draw the line here for human decency and our society? Well, one of the challenges with the FOSTA law is that this will affect Internet for a long time to come. You know, this show is all about the the uh, kind of the backfire of Backpage, if you will. Because what's going to happen here is, well, FOSTA is intended so that you can sue whoever advertised you. It's interesting. You're not suing the pimp who took the photograph. You know, you're not suing the back uh, or the uh, I can't think bottom girl, the bottom girl that took the photograph. You are not suing the people who placed the ad. 
you are suing the corporation that accepted the ad. So it is an interesting thing because if you can sue the corporation that posted the ad, then can't you sue all dating sites? If you get on that dating site and you hook up with some guy and he ends up raping you, will that fall under FOSTA? Because that dating site posted your photograph and also photo- posted the photograph of the person that hooked up that violated you. You know, how far will this get taken? I am predicting that there will be large-scale class action suits on these in which the victim will end up with very little money. In fact, one of the things that disturbs me about FOSTA, if you read the small print, you know, many of the people who I normally highly recommend and and, uh, work with, the small print in there says the victim only gets $100 compensation. That is a one-time gig. I mean, if we're going to set this law up and change our entire society, this victim ought to be getting the thousands, maybe millions of dollars of compensation. Another small print in FOSTA is that they are commandeering the funding that used to go to law enforcement. And I'm not for that, quite frankly. I work for law enforcement. I believe this law could have gone through just fine without doing that. But if you read the small print of FOSTA, it also says that victim service providers can also obtain the funding that was done through the asset forfeiture laws. Well, think about that. You know, law enforcement spends hundreds of thousands of hours making these cases. I can give you two cases that had, one case had over 630,000 intercepts. It took them several years to build this case. And how are they able to do it? Because when they go out and get that gang member, they confiscate his bike and then they sell it at auction and they use that funding so they can go out and get more cases where they can listen to more undercover because there is not enough funding for that. But under FOSTA, those victim service providers can now take that law enforcement money. So there's a lot of interesting activity taking place in this law that is interesting because that means all that money is going to go to victims. And I'm saying who is going to go out and get that perpetrator? Who is going to finance 600,000 hours of intercept communication and pay law enforcement and prosecutors to build it into a case so that that victim can get justice? Who is going to do that? Well, I don't disagree that the victim needs compensation. I wish they'd gotten a lot more compensation than they're actually getting. And I also think that we're walking a very fine line here as we take on rearranging the legal aspects of Internet advertising. Now, do not misinterpret me. Backpage was nasty piece of business, and I did not support what they were doing. I did appreciate that we could find missing and runaway children. I did appreciate that we could do undercover stings. But I also believe that they can no longer hide under this veil of innocence when they were, in fact, violating some of the most vulnerable, and that is especially minors who are being horribly, horribly exploited. Stay with us for the next section. We're going to go into some of these cases, and we're going to get deep into the case of the Backpage Executive. We'll be 
right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. BMW of Riverside. There's no place like it. From the moment you step into our showroom, you are transported to a world where our professional staff is dedicated to delivering the ultimate in customer care and service. We understand that each individual has their own driving needs. So whether it's your first BMW or your fifth BMW, we consistently deliver the ultimate in customer satisfaction. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adam Street exit off the 91 freeway or online at BMWofRiverside.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to exploited crimes against humanity if you have a question or comment please send an email to opal at millionkids.org that's o-p-a-l at millionkids.org now back to exploited crimes against humanity here again is opal singleton Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton. I am the host of your show. You can follow us at meandkids.org. You can also follow us at Facebook at meandkids.org. Oh, excuse me, just at Million Kids. And I truly appreciate each and every one of you that follow these shows that get involved. And I really appreciate the people who support us financially. We are pretty small nonprofit, but we are a mighty corporation that has a worldwide impact. I received a message this morning from a lady that told me that she's downloaded so many of our shows. She had heard me speak at some event I was at, I don't know, but she was saying how important it is that people learn about these shows and spread the word and listen that this is information they can get for absolutely free and they can't get it anyplace else. So how much I appreciated her uh, and her kind words. You know, I, I wrote to a few of my friends every day I get up, I put one foot in front of the other and a 
I feel like sometimes instead of marching down the road, God's dragging me along behind him because I am always deeply behind on all of this stuff and never can catch up. But, you know, it is important uh, that the word get out and we understand what is happening. I want to finish off with my line of thinking before we get back in deep into what happened to the back page people. But this is there is going to be fallout on this Uh this law. Now, don't take me wrong. I'm not here to be critical of the law. We must make changes and we must find ways to actually compensate the victim. And we must find ways to be able to protect our young people and our adults, quite frankly, that are being exploited. And But I am concerned about the far-ranging impact of regulating the internet Because you're not only going to have class action suits, you're going to start to see this play out. Anytime you have a case law such as this, it will start to project out into other industries. And I thought to myself, what about when you go to Las Vegas or uh, the big casino operation back on the East Coast? Can't think what it is right now, but uh, back in New Jersey. Anyway, what happens there? They have all kinds of people standing outside handing out flyers for sex services. So are those casinos going to be sued then because, you know, they're on their property handing out flyers about sex services and some of those people in those sex services are going to be violated? So uh, what is also going to happen here is that you're going to see these organizations like Backpage. They had already gone offshore, by the way, uh, and so have many of these sites. What's going to happen is you're going to see a backlash on this. You're going to see all these sites shut down. In fact, many of them already have this uh, big thing that you'll see on the promotion of our show where it says Backpage.com and affiliate websites have been seized. And so you're seeing that many of the sites are saying, we're off the air temporarily, stay tuned. And so really what they're doing, and many of these people already knew this was coming, so including Backpage, I know for a fact, opened up two sites already offshore. What does that mean? That means that they're going to offer the same services, but they're not going to be um, able to be prosecuted in U.S. law because they're not a U.S. corporation. And as long as they don't take advertising, that'll be the next step. They'll go after anybody who advertises on those sites and begin to hold those advertisers responsible for advertising on a site where somebody's going to be exploited. So we only just begun in this thing. So you are going to start to see another real kickback here. And I am very, very concerned about this. It is going to be harder for us as law enforcement to make cases because we won't be able to get the cooperation of Backpage so that we can obtain their sites and support the victim when they get to court because especially if they are adults, often what happened is Backpage would cooperate with us and they would help the victim build their case to say, no, I wasn't there voluntarily. Even if I was an adult, this man exploited me and here's the copies of my ads and they would often provide those even without uh, subpoenas. And search warrants. And so that is all going away. It's going to be harder for us to find missing kids. It is going to be harder for the victim to make the cases. But here's where I'm really, really concerned. Now, I, I'm about to say something here, and I want to make careful you do not misinterpret about what I'm about to say. But quite frankly, 
this is going to make it worse for the victims of sex trafficking. And there are quite a few people writing articles like this, and they're not popular. I am not necessarily on the side of the sex workers union, but they are absolutely right about this. I cannot imagine a pimp who's going to go, honey, it's okay, Backpage is out of business, and this is really, really hard now, honey, so you take the week off. That is not about to happen. In fact, me and kids has ramped up their gift card programs because we give gift cards to the undercover officers so that they can use those funding to assist people to get off the street. I do that because law enforcement cannot walk and talk and hand out money. That would be considered bribery. But undercover officers can take gift cards that say on the card right on them, this is a gift from me and kids and a certain church, and we care about you, and we want to provide you with things that will help you be safe. And our undercover officers then could go to Rite Aid and buy what they needed. That is a local drugstore for you folks that are overseas. Go to the pharmacy and get you know, the kind of monostat and, and uh, physical cleaning things and medical things they needed and personal items and even buy them some warm cover-up clothes because most of them are skimpy dressed. And we will ramp up that program because I believe you're about to see a greater sense of violence against the victim based on these happenings. And I say that because it is going to be harder for her to connect with Johns. Now, I'm, you know, you and I would come from the idea of, well, maybe she ought to quit. And maybe she will. But I will be willing to tell you that there will be more women who are going to be more violated, that are going to be forced to the street, that are going to be forced to go through their their date books and try to negotiate and reach out and set up dates and maybe even discount. And you are going to see a greater violation of the victim than ever before. Now, I'm not here to suggest that FOSTA shouldn't have passed, but I am here to say For us to go around and say, oh, we've stopped sex trafficking is absolutely baloney, to put it in a Christian term, because this is going to be a greater sense of violence than we have ever seen before. And I would ask you to pray for those victims. I would ask you, if you're interested in contributing to me and kids, please do that and help us with the gift card program so that we can help the victims be able to get what they need and hopefully be able to talk to them to help them get out of the life. That is the intent of FOSTA, is to help victims find a way out of the life. So this show is going very, very quickly, and I need to get going on talking about what is happening now to Backpage. Well, they went out and they uh, took down Backpage. Okay, they went to Texas, they went to uh, Arizona, they went to California, they went in and charged all the main players, there were seven of them, with 93 counts of all kinds of things. They arrested Carl Ferrer, he is the CEO, he's 57 years old, for conspiracy to engage in money laundering. Now, I give them credit. It took a huge amount of effort. You see, this didn't just happen. This this 
effort by law enforcement. And I would hope that people would step back and quit beating the hell out of law enforcement and recognize that this is a year's worth of very hard global law enforcement on a collaboration basis around the globe that began to bring them down. In the end, they got them for money laundering and acknowledging, and, and you know, uh, Carl Ferrer, the CEO, has pled guilty now. That reminds me of a line I've often heard is that when the lights come on, the cockroaches scatter. And that's what you're seeing here with Mr. Ferrer. Because the first guy to cop a plea is the guy who's going to get the better deal, and he's no dummy. They have been after him for a long time. They've been moving money through shell corporations, through cryptocurrency, and that takes a lot of technology and that takes a lot of time and undercover work to be able to find that. And that takes a lot of funding. And thank you for this administration for funding that and making it possible. He pled guilty on this and he will end up serving only five years that makes me want to puke okay but anyway for money laundering and uh and also he admitted that you know that they had been advertising adult and escort services he acknowledged that they had used the shell corporations now his two buddies there were actually seven people arrested uh but his two buddies are Mr. Lacey, Michael Lacey, and James Larkin, and they are also executives. And by the way, they they arranged the sale of this uh, Facebook, not Facebook, uh, Backpage, excuse me, to Carl Farron. I believe the number was for $600 million. So it is believed that they actually generated a half a billion dollars just in sex ads. So that's why they're doing this. It's all about the money. But then they got so much heat on them, they began to set up all these offshore corporations. They were actually caught up in a investigation that seemed like it was unrelated out of the Philippines. It was, if I remember right, it was a, a furniture company. And so they had all these shell companies that they were using to move money around the world. So now Mr. Lacey and Mr. Larkin have pled not guilty, and they are looking at all kinds of court charges going against them. So you're your cockroach, number one cockroach, is going to get off with five years, but he's got to open the door to all the places that's hiding money and all of these shell corporations, and so he's going to fry his two buddies here, Mr. Lakin and Mr. Larkin. Stay tuned, folks. We're up against that break. This gets even better. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, 
chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. BMW of Riverside. There's no place like it. From the moment you step into our showroom, you are transported to a world where our professional staff is dedicated to delivering the ultimate in customer care and service. We understand that each individual has their own driving needs. So whether it's your first BMW or your fifth BMW, we consistently deliver the ultimate in customer satisfaction. Visit BMW of Riverside at the Adam Street exit off the 91 freeway or online at BMWofRiverside.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to exploited crimes against humanity if you have a question or comment please send an email to opal at millionkids.org that's o-p-a-l at millionkids.org now back to exploited crimes against humanity here again is opal singleton Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton and we are deep in the weeds talking about Backpage and FOSTA, so off we go. So what we had determined here is that Carl Ferrer, the uh, CEO of Backpage, has pled guilty. The other two that are the leaders are pleading not guilty. And so there will be quite a bit of activity going on now for a very long time in the courts. So what is happening is that Lacey and Larkin are saying that they're not guilty of conspiring to knowingly facilitate prostitution offenses. So this is in the kind of the tail end or the beginning, depending on how you look at it. They have been in a lot of court cases. Lacey and Larkin had pled guilty in California in 2017 on money laundering charges based on allegations that their employees illegally funneled funneled nearly $45 million through a variety of corporations and created websites to circumvent banks that they would so that they could process their transaction. So what was happening here is that this has been going on for some time. Kamala Harris, who was our attorney general here in California prior to running for Congress, and she was subsequently elected, she actually, uh, two or three days before her election, actually arrested these folks and uh, tried to get them on charges of pimping. Uh, That didn't hold up in court at all. 
And so then they decided that they could see them literally building false corporations around the world. That's called going offshore. And then subsequently what happened is in Philippines, they found a case that, that, uh, of this furniture company, and they realized they now had a trail to tra- follow the money. It was not uncommon for Backpage to charge their advertisers in Bitcoin, in cryptocurrency, because the the activists here about two years ago took on Backpage's credit cards, their Master Charge, Visa, American Express capability. So they just simply, instead of going out of business, said, okay, we're going to use Bitcoin. Well, at the time, I thought to myself, this isn't working because who uses Bitcoin? Our kids. Our kids play video games. And so they're using the victim, especially if they're a minor, their Bitcoin account. And Bitcoin is very difficult. I won't say impossible, but difficult for law enforcement to to track because it's anonymous in the purchase of it and somewhat non-traceable. So it just kept getting more and more difficult here. So where are we in this fight? Well, certainly for generations, individual adults have chosen the oldest profession and made their services available to consenting adults. But that isn't what was going on here. With social media and online dating sites over the past decade, we've seen huge expansion of these ads and our kids becoming the end users on them. In fact, on our website today, I believe that there's a case even where a girl was killed. In fact, I had it right over here. I can't get it. I have so much uh, research going on right now. Oh, killer who burned his back page date and world's worst attempt at cover-up gets 60 years in prison. And there's another case. One of the things about FOSTA is it included cases of 17 victims who can now seek compensation against Backpage and because they wrote in this retroactive thing. So what you have here is that you're having um, a real change in the court processes. As this moves through the courts, this is going to be interesting to watch because you are about to see a flood of cases where victims that were sold on Backpage will now go back and try to file charges and get compensation against Backpage, trying to commandeer this money that was being, you know, hidden offshore. I'm sure that's why the retroactive clause is in it. Having said that, I am predicting to you that this will turn into large-scale class actions where the poor victim once more is being victimized. And you are going to see this bill use broad ranges where they start to take on all kinds of Internet activity, trying to regulate what can happen and see who can get money out of it. So will it end up in a less amount of independence on the Internet? Well, probably. But it will be very difficult to predict how this is going to turn out. You are going to see attorneys starting like, you know, the Hallelujah Trail going after all kinds of cases where they might make big money. I hope it trickles down to compensating the victim. 
I hope victim services providers who get, you know, um, the monies that they've gone after, these asset forfeiture monies, if they're going to take money from law enforcement, I hope they will give that money to the victim. You know, or is it just simply going to put a lot of money into victim services and not end up with a victim and change our Internet rights? I don't know. And then what's going to happen to our buddies over here between Ferrer and Larkin and Larson? Well, stay tuned, folks. This is going to be enough to keep investigative discovery shows on the, on the air for 15 years as we take on these kinds of crimes. This is changing the world of law enforcement. It certainly makes it harder for us to protect people. It's changing the world of sex trafficking because victims will be more vi- victimized. But hopefully... It will stop the advertising of victims on the air. It will change Internet crime, and it will change the world in general. These are historic times we're living in, folks, so stay tuned. I'm sure there will be more shows on this subject. My name is Opal Singleton. The show is called Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. All of these shows are archived at exploitedcrimes.com. I hope you will join us each and every Thursday. Go back and look at all the archives on there. It's the best training you can get for free on the Internet, 60 hours of free human trafficking training. We so much appreciate our relationship with Voice America Variety Channel, allowing us to do this around the world. And we really appreciate those people who donate to Me and Kids. You can do that at www.meandkids.org. It's a complex world we live in, but God's still in charge. So you folks have a great week, and we will see you next Thursday. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.